Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Realistically, need at least 25 yards. Love. Pressure up the middle. Runs away. Throws across his body. And that is picked. 49ers have it. Greenlaw. Still up. He needs to get down. Greenlaw still on his feet. He's got to go down. Just go down and the go game's down. over. San Francisco. It's the Guru Steiny. Guru Steiny. Guru Steiny Show. Let's go. Yes, let's go. Welcome back, Bay Area. No Steiny today. FP Santangelo Sr. Uh, holding it down for Steiny, who's having a hip replacement. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Uh, oh. well, you're, have you had that or no? No, no. Nah, he's like, nah, good. No, but yeah, my, my, mom, boy's my mom had that. double hip replacement at the I, same time. I tried to be positive with him because yeah. my dad had his knee, left knee, then he had to do the right knee. So I keep telling him, hey, why don't you just do both? He's like, I don't need both. But that's a possibility. Uh, well, hey, Steiny, get better, yeah, buddy. Right. We hope oh, you don't man. have to do both. That's yeah. rough. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, FP, we got a lot of people that want to talk. What's coming up on the game is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. And that call you just heard, FP, I'm going to be real. I was sipping a little bit, not drunk because I take my sports seriously. But I never once thought my man uh, Greenlaw was going to fumble the ball. But I thought a lot of people overreacted on, go down, go down. So he's going to fumble. Uh, Dude, go down. Uh, is, is go down. The I'm game like, is you over won the you game, go down. Well, is it really good? The re- even the announcer, go down. Go down. Like, he ain't going to fumble. Everybody relax. It's ball game. Night, night. Goo, you just said something that, that made me think, and I've, I've done segments on this before. I don't understand the sports fan that pays all the money to go to the game, that goes, that gets so drunk they can't remember the game. Is, I'm the same way. I was at a, I watched you. the game at a bar. I had two Coors Lights yeah, the whole game. No drunk because yeah. I got, I got to lock in. I got to focus. It's game day, baby. I'm not trying to get lock I'm, in. I'm not trying that to get sloppy me. watching the Niners game. And I was just at a bar. Yeah. I don't understand the sports fan that goes to maybe a concert. I get it because it's, it's it's music, it's rock and roll, it's whatever, whatever you like. But like, as far as going to a sport event where you spend all that money and you get home and you're throwing up and you're just like, I don't even remember what happened. People do that, bro. Like I've been to Niners games where like you you're not going to remember the game time. Right. And, and you what what are you thinking? I don't want to go Dr. Dina Dale on you, but I think people that do that, 
they have other stuff going on in their life and they use the concert or the game oh. or whatever it is to kind of get hammered. But it, you know what I mean? Like, I just, that's an oxymoron, drinking and wa- locking in. You can't do both. Can't do both. And that's why I like to be at the crib. Yeah. Uh, but this is a show of the people. We got people wanting to talk. Let's go out to Mona in Pacifica. Hey, Mona. Hey, guys. FP, loving you on this segment. Nothing against Steiny, but it's nice to just not go into cardiac arrest today. So, loving, loving you guys together. Thank you. And, so my, and we won. Don't forget, yeah, we won. And we, right. Diners won. We, we're, we're we did good. win. We, we did win. But I, I hear, and while I agree with a lot of the callers that are calling, I'm surprised that no one has mentioned the foul, or I'm sorry, the penalties that we that we picked up, that third and 15, oh, that pass interference, and then Thomas. So we did a lot. You know, we shot ourselves in the foot a lot, too. It wasn't just, you know, Brock having his issues and the defense having his, their issues. You know, it's the, the penalties that we seem to rack up every game. And it's not like it's rookies doing it. It's people who have been, you know, been in the league for a minute. So I'm thinking if we can kind of cut down on that, maybe, you know, we'll give ourselves a chance with Detroit. I'm not so, you know, you know, over the top as thinking that they might not win, but we can't cause our own, you know, our own losses. Mona, let me ask you this, because I've asked FP and the listeners to be honest with me mm-hmm. as much as you can. At what point in the okay. game were you really worried the most? Were you like, oh, my gosh, this thing might get it. We, we might lose. Okay, if I'm being brutally honest, I stopped watching in the second quarter. What? The only reason I came, no, let me tell you, because I saw where we were going and I saw what we were doing. It was like, might as well not continue wasting my time with this. It wasn't until I heard my mother, no, no, I heard my mother and niece yelling and screaming. The only time they yell and scream is with something good. So I went back up and I'm like, oh, shoot. We're winning. Yeah, I stopped watching in the second quarter. Oh, okay. Mona, Mona, you sound like a sweet person, and, and thanks Every for the call. Teller, but you teller. gotta put you gotta put your helmet on and embrace. <laughs> I call it embracing the suck. You she gotta embrace the suck. Empty. Like that's the feeling we're all having. It sucked. You're thinking the Niners are gonna lose. You gotta embrace that. You know how many and my girl wish dipped their, out. Yeah. Wish their team was playing. You, you can't. My dad does that sometimes. He'll turn off the game. Dude, like, what are you oh, doing? Pops. You, can't, you, you can't turn off the game, man. You gotta. No, you gotta oh, I hear laughter. Let me come back. Dude, put your mouthpiece yeah. in, put your shin guards on, put your, and embrace it. <laughs> you got to embrace that. It's it's like as a fan, it's so hard when your team is struggling at the biggest moment in the postseason, in the playoffs. You're just sitting there, and it's just the most anxiety ridden. But you got to you got to like step outside <laughs> and have a different perspective and look at it differently. Like this is awesome. This feeling I have right now, this pit in my stomach, this like like I looked over at my son and he had like his hand in his head like this. He's sitting there like. Oh man, I bet. And I'm like, dude, there's like plenty of game left. Like okay. this is this All could right. turn around. But Mona just said, screw it. Let I me ask you it. this about uh let me give you my history on Kyle Shanahan. I've I've called him a boy genius, a boy wonder. No, he's a man. Uh he's good at his job. But sometimes I question his play calling, and you being the uh, pro athlete, I want to see if this has any merit. Because Stani and I, when we go 15 rounds, it's just his viewpoint on uh, pro athletes getting called scrubbed or lesser than. But I know everybody that made any pro sport FP were big big man on campus where they're from. So I say all that to say is this will now be Kyle Shanahan's fourth NFC championship game. He's won one. Uh, Been to a Super Bowl. I felt they should have closed that. They didn't. Lost 
lost to the Rams in the NFC Championship game up 10 a couple years ago, 2022. I felt they should have won that. So I say all that to say is I'm giving him all the, the credit in the world for what he's doing, but I think he is deserving of a Super Bowl trophy. He's that good of a coach. So my question to you is, am I off base if I'm holding Kyle to that standard of, you know what, ball coach, you're so great in my viewpoint and your team is loaded, I don't see any other reason why you shouldn't hoist that Lombardi trophy. So it's it's Stanley will say, oh, you're not being fair. I'm being fair because I'm giving him the kudos, but do you, can you get just real quick that – I want him to get that bling. The way he does it is if he coaches this game on Sunday the way he coached during the regular season. Uh, oh. I've seen managers. You don't think he did that Saturday? No, he, he didn't. He, co- he coached wild. not to lose. Wow. You got to let it rip. In, 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 the, in the biggest games, you got to let it rip. Like, Dan Campbell is going to let it rip. He's going to go for it on every fourth down. He's going to go for two. He gives zero Dude's Fs about man. anything. Yeah. Like, I love I love the way he coaches. And I've seen in my experiences where managers will change the way they manage because it's the playoffs, Mm. meaning they get conservative. Bruce Bochy won all those World Series because he managed differently in the playoffs, but it was let it rip. Like, let's go. If you're not getting it done, next man up. I'm going to manage every game like it's game seven, and we're going to go for it. We're going to play. We're going to play to win. And I thought the way that, that, you know, I think Kyle saw the way Brock Purdy was playing at the end of the first half, the clock management. I was I, I said, what are we doing on Twitter? Like, what are we doing right it here? They're just peculiar. letting it click away. They didn't take timeouts. They had yeah. timeouts left. They, they could have pushed that ball. Who knows? They, they could have got a closer field goal attempt, or they could have scored six. But I just think if you play conservatively and you play not to lose, that you're going to lose 90% of the time. And I think if Kyle – I'll disagree with one thing, Goo. Like – Nobody deserves anything. Like, in sports, nobody deserves anything. Like you got to make it happen yourself. Damn. Kyle Shanahan doesn't deserve a Super Bowl championship. He's a good enough coach, and I love the guy. I'm a huge. I'm his biggest fan. Yeah. Like he doesn't deserve it, but damn, it'd be super cool. He, he is, in my mind, one of the best coaches, if not the best coach in the NFL. And those coaches usually win championships. And I think his legacy will be cemented only if. He wins a championship. Right. Okay. And and that you know what? That was well said. And that's my greater point. We're gonna go out to Bob in San Francisco in one second, but I want to run this by you. Debo Samuel. Um, I'll tell you what, the Niners struggled, and I said I was consistent all year that Christian McCaffrey is the most important offensive weapon with all this weaponry that the Niners have. And you know what? That three-game losing streak happened. Brock didn't look like Brock. Wasn't blaming all blaming it all on him. But that's when I said, just like a nice chessboard, that the bishop, the piece that Debo Samuel is confuses defenses and even makes Brock Purdy's job. It makes him feel safer and more at ease for him not to be able to come back in that game and now i believe it was Schefter or Rappaport this this morning on i heard with the guy saying he's 50 50 this is why i'm fearful if you're 50 50 and you being the pro athlete i keep going to you how good can you expect debo to be even if you played if you're 50 50 to just play just how my computer works well how would you answer that more than the value he brings i think the thing i think of with Debo is the physicality he's gonna wear you down he's gonna run you over dude you need physical to win and dude if it, it it's not a hairline fracture which they were scared of so x-rays came back negative 
It, shoot it up, bro. Oh, okay. Like Toradol, right, right. painkillers. Yeah, that'll, that'll work. This is that. This okay. is that time of year where you do whatever it takes to get on the field. So if he's 50-50, you're playing. Sorry. And like, the Toradol, that'll do it, huh? That yeah, shot? Oh, the shot of Toradol will do <laughs> so, it. Now, how long does it hour? When do you take it? Hour before you perform? The night before? I'm yeah. just curious. I mean, you take as many as you need to take during the game. But how long the before game. they're effective? It's it like Viagra, it. you take it an hour. Bleacher, you take it an hour before. Really? Yeah. Well, how does that work? <laughs> well, yeah, you take an hour before, then you're ready. You but like Toradol, is it an hour before Maybe game time? Maybe you should time? take a Viagra. <laughs> no, I'm, you know what I mean. Don't, don't, don't talk yeah. about that. Let's go to Bob in San Francisco. Cialis okay. is better. Yeah, brought to you, you by better the, be careful. What's up, Bob, baby? Hey, how you doing? All right. I love the show, guys. I love the show, guys. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that one caller. I'd like to see a little more back rotation. And then I don't want to see the game start off with three straight passes. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of like, come on, you got the best running game in the league, and, and we're going pass, pass, pass. You know, so you're putting a lot of pressure on your offense right off the bat. So I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't exactly happy with the uh, beginning of the game play calling, but that's just me, armchair quarterback. But what was that, uh, that phrase that uh, uh, Dwayne Kuyper um, coined for the, uh, the Giants? Torture. I, torture. I, I tweeted, I yeah. said 49ers football, <laughs> That's torture. That's exactly what I felt. Yeah, wow. That's exactly what I felt it was. But you know what? They came through. They pulled it off. Uh, they showed that even though on their off day, they still had enough to, to actually win the game. That was an amazing game, and uh, I'm looking forward to Detroit. I also thought that the rain was going to make it harder for us because it, it, it equalized both teams. Whereas now I see if it rains again, I see Detroit having uh, more of an issue because they're an indoor, they're an indoor team. That's just my thing, you know. Appreciate Thanks, the phone call. I'll tell you what, uh, rain or snow or what have you, dry track, FP is so funny. I remember a game in Glendale. Uh, they were playing the Cardinals, the Niners on the road. They gave up over 200 yards on the ground. Armstead didn't play, and you could have kind of – I wrote it off, nothing to see here, bad day at the office. They won the game going away. The Niners did. But I was like, okay, hmm. Then, you know, I'm sitting here watching the Ravens have some success on the ground, but I never once thought it would be something that after one playoff game in the divisional round to where I'm looking at you now and Spadoni and Lubman, I'm telling you – I thought I knew what the Niner defense was and how stout it was. I am blown away that Aaron Jones got 100 yards on the ground. Is is what seemed as easy as it was like from the outset. They had the ball seven and a half minutes on the opening drive. That was a message. Yeah, you got three. But are you at all shocked that Bosa, Armstead, Hargrave, who you pay? Like there's a lot of money on this D-line, and I don't care, rain or whatever, that was not good enough. No, They didn't record a sack, and that's Bosa's fourth playoff game without a sack. Yeah, I'm worried about the run defense, and I was worried about it from the get-go the other day. And you've seen it during the season. The Niners' defense last year was better. Like it was the only defense that I can remember. In I've been a Niners fan since I was eight years old. That that I I want to see the defense on the field more than the offense. Damn. Now the offense has to work this year. They're going to score points because the the defense isn't the same. I don't know if it's they miss D'Amico. I don't know if it's Hufanga's out. Hufanga's not here, and Talanoa was one of my favorite players, and they're missing him right now. I don't know what it is, but the defense was way better last year. You 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 scored seven or ten points, and you're winning the game last year. That that ain't the case now. They're they're going to have to put up some points against the Lions, and for whatever reason. 
it's just the run defense. I don't. I don't know if Chase Young has something to do with it. I don't know. Like that one play. They Bosa got Randy made. Gregory. You know, they went and got all these little things, and I was like, "Oh, you're adding to something. You're going to be unstoppable." But but FP, I was like, "Well, if you came into this season, and if you're right, which I believe you are, then one of your strong parts of your team was the D line. Why did you need a Randy Gregory?" But I was told it was just depth, goo. It was just depth. Okay, why did you need a Chase? So maybe they saw something but now you got me thinking about Wilkes yeah because if you're right they didn't have Hargrave last year and he was a monster for Philly and now you got him and you've incorporated him in your defense I again I'm not being negative but if you got to play Baltimore or Kansas City with Pacheco and even the two-headed monster this Sunday with Detroit with their running back game I mean you got to fix that got to fix that and you got to stop the run you got to make Jared Goff beat you Jared Goff's 0-5 career against yeah, the Niners. Bad, He's yeah. coming home. Yeah. There's always that thing when you come home as an athlete you're trying to oppress. Catholic. Uh, I, I, I'm uh, friends with Jared's dad. I, okay. play, I played baseball with Jerry. Jerry's a great guy. We Was played Montreal together. We played at Cal Berkeley together my freshman year, and That's then we good. played with the Expos together. I remember coming out of the clubhouse in AAA. We were playing in Indianapolis, Indiana. Jerry was my teammate, and he had just got married, and they had this little baby in their hands, this little baby boy, and I'm just like, oh, my God, congratulations, you guys. It was Jared. Yeah. And I'm seeing Jared like on TV, first-round <laughs> draft pick. Like, playing That's for amazing, life. man. But, but like, talk about him for a second, because we've been talking about the Niners a lot. Like, it's hard as an athlete to like give double middle fingers to the team that got rid of you. Oh, like man. that's so hard. Like you want to impress, you want to like play great against the Rams. He wasn't good enough for the Rams. And you saw Dan Campbell's speech after the game. He gave a game ball to Jared. That Bob. was dope. And he says, you're good enough for Detroit. Wow, Jared, the game. I got goosebumps. That hit guys. me too. I, I, I get <laughs> goosebumps too. I'm like, yeah. so like he's he, I, good for him. Can you imagine getting traded from the Rams and being in a Super Bowl to the Detroit Lions? And you're just like, dude, seriously? Like, I got to go to Detroit. I got to play for the Lions. Oh, that had to be a rough. And then Dan Campbell just says, like, you're my guy, and we're gonna rebuild this thing, and we're gonna like bite your kneecaps off, or whatever he said in his first press conference. And now we're you're gonna bite a kneecap off, dude. I, I he got killed. For I freaking that. love Dan Campbell. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of a closet Lions fan. Obviously, I'll be rooting for the Niners. This is a tough one for me. Because my dad has grown up a Lions fan. We're from Michigan. I oh, moved God, to California when I was six yeah, years yeah. old. So I asked my parents yesterday on the phone. I said, who are we rooting for on Sunday? And they're like, Niners. I'm like, really? And then my dad's like, I don't know. It's going to be tough for me. So he's 80 years old, and he's never Pop. he's never seen the Lions do this, what they're doing right now. Man, it's incredible. This is really cool for him. So uh, for our family, uh, I'm all Niners, obviously, because I've been yeah. here since I was six years old. And I'm, I go back to the Joe days, and even before Joe, the Steve DeBerg days. Man. And, and and yeah, so this is yeah, I'm all Niners, but for the family, this is Steve this is a tough bird. one this weekend. So we'll see. So you go back to Wendell Tyler too, huh? Remember old Wendell? Oh yeah, Wendell Tyler, fumble. 26. Right? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Let's go out to Eric in the town. What's up, Eric? Hey, good morning, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. You, got you know, it. I'm uh, really frustrated with the 49er defense, man. This uh, Steve Wilkes, I'm going to call him VW, Vanilla Wilkes, man. He doesn't do anything different. This guy's supposed to be a, a D-back coach, but where are the sky's coverages? Why are the DNs not holding the edges? Where are the loop-arounds? Where are the blitzes? Where are the five-man fronts? Where is anything this guy? You have one of the best front seven in all of football, and you're not able to do anything with them? I mean, worst-case scenario, shut down the run. Make any team, you should be able to make any team one-dimensional. I don't care what it is. If you've got to stack the box, stack the box. Shut down the run. Let the quarterback beat you. But you know what? 
he's not doing that. I sure hope this Volkswagen is super beautiful, whatever it is, man, finds a job somewhere else, get someone young, someone enthusiastic that knows the strengths of the team because the secondary is not the strength of the team and coaches them up, man. I'm just worried about this, this game this week. You've got to stop the run. It all stops, you know, starts there. It's all about the trenches. Stop the run. Let's go, man. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I appreciate your call. I hear your frustration. And, FP, one thing you know about me is your boy loves his history. So I'm going to go here because i got to piggyback off of that. So I'm a black radio host. I know about the black coaches and how something I always say it, too. Sometimes they don't get second and third chances like other coaches. We, we all know that's a real thing. But for Wilkes to come be demanded to come out from upstairs, there was some there was some problem. And the average bear could see with their two eyes, you know, so there was a disconnect. And all that I'm saying is uh, D'Amico Ryans is having a hell of a year in Houston. Uh, he parlayed his defensive coordinator job into a head coaching job. Robert Sala did the same thing. Aaron Rodgers went down. My point is, I got to be real here because if you're going to tell me, like you just did a few minutes ago, that you pretty much got the same players in Hargrave. Now you lost not household names and MUCOM and guys like that. You know, they gone on. But I just have a hard problem thinking this D has regressed this bad. So, I say all that to say, I wonder how much of this is Wilkes and 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 what he's putting out there. His scheme, you th- is that valid? It's very valid because something thinking, is not right. Something's not right. But it, the one thing I've go to Goo is that like you got a guy like Fred Warner. That's a coach on the field. Ah, and, and if you're in meetings, right, <laughs> and you're Fred Warner, you know what it takes to be successful and what you've done in the past. So any good coach is going to adapt to his personnel and adapt to um, guys that know what they're doing. So it's a head-scratcher for me that, 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 Fred, that Fred, Fred, who's the best linebacker in football, hasn't said in meetings, and maybe he has. I'm just speculating on radio. Like, why don't we do this? Because this is what we did best wow. last year. Wow. And I think there was a time this year when the defense was thinking. And you could tell they were all thinking. Where should I be? What should I do? And athletes are always at their best when they're just flying around, right? And you take the, you take the mental process out of it, and you become an athlete. And it's not paralysis by analysis. And we have this new system. We're doing these new plays and yeah. these new calls on defense. You could see that early in the season. On top of that, when you have a coordinator up in the booth, which I know nothing about, and I'm not going to sit here act like I do, but just from a human being standpoint, looking somebody in the eye in the heat of battle and being able to communicate, like we're looking each other in the yeah. eye right now doing a radio show. Like you, when you have people do radio shows remotely, and one's remote and one's here, it's not the same. When you have a guy up wow. in the press box and I'm down on the field and I need real-time evaluation or real-time feedback. I don't care how good you are. I don't care if you're all pro, Hall of Famer, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds liked to be patted on the ass and said nice swing all the time. He did. Like, do you want that feedback? Fred Warner wants to hear, like, that was great, Fred. You're flying around. Great pick. You want to hear that. You want to have to get on the phone and hear that. So when Wilkes came down the sidelines, things got better. But the run defense right now, you just watch the line of scrimmage in the first five minutes of Sunday. It'll tell you everything you need. Yeah, that was, again, if I'm a 49er, that was demoralizing how Green Bay to, they they sent a message from the outset, and I was like, "This ain't Dallas. You're taking the ball on the floor. You're tripping." But man, they had that ball, and they were just saying, "We're not uh, afraid." And I don't know if you remember this play. 
because I don't want a single one defensive lineman out. So I'm going to group them together along with the coordinator, the secondary. Everybody's off limits except three guys, uh, Ward uh, in the secondary and uh, Greenlaw and Warner. But Dontavion, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, Wicks, a wide receiver, had Bosa. Is If Wicks was Bosa and Bosa was a receiver, it was blocking him, but it meant with like that manhandle. Like, that. I was like, what is... D-? That's when I said, Bosa, what is going down? We said like, the same thing. Oh, so you... It ain't just me. No, I, throw him to the side like a rag doll. Oh my... Like, Reggie White would have threw that dude back to the side, but that's when I was like, oh, physicality... Edge goes to Green Bay right now. Like, I didn't like that. That can't happen. Yeah, that's effort. Ooh, that's not technique. That's not defensive scheme. Yeah, there. Were, I mean, Bosa made that one play in the, when he got in the backfield and threw the running back down. But it, it just seemed like, I don't know. I Maybe I, I don't know what happened. I love that you saw that. I, okay? don't, I, I thought don't, I was being I, overly critical. I don't want to sit here and act like the guy yeah. with all the answers because yeah. I don't have them. I don't know why the, the, the defense played the way they did uh, on Saturday. I don't. I don't know why they've been poor against the run this year. Yeah. I would love to tell you, like, defensive packages. I like when they're in, their four, in the 4-3. Like, that's my favorite mm. defensive set. When you see those guys line up in that, I think when they play man and they play physical man, uh, I think in, in, in the rain you have to play man defense. But, like, there's some guys that – weren't suited for playing man defense as we saw, tackling guys on third and 15. I was like, man, Green Bay's going to keep going. We'll get into it more. Your calls right here with FP and Guru. It's a Monster Monday brought to you by First 5 California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to (laughs) first5california.com. This is Tim Roy, and you're listening to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Thanks, Tim. Thoughts and prayers continue to go out to the whole Warrior family. FP, no, last week was was a, was a lot. So thoughts and prayers to the Golden State Warriors. We are here for the euphoria, which is the Niners' win over the Green Bay Packers Saturday night. And you know what I did during the break, FP? I've come to your side. Greenlaw should have took his ass down. Oh, dude. Why did I – and Draymond, if you're listening, I'm so sorry for this. Why did I feel like he was Draymond in in, in a football pads in a helmet? Like, like I can see Draymond doing that. Like, I ain't going down. I'm going to the house. But he, he could have fumbled. We saw that with the Chargers and Patriots. I heard Bonte say that this morning. And the Patriots came back to win that game. So, he should have went down. But. Brock said he went to the bench, got his helmet, put it on, and was running on the field. And Greenlaw was – still running around. He was like, and everyone was screaming, go down. We were all screaming, go down. There was a small earthquake in the city of San Francisco from every 49ers fan screaming, go down. I don't know what he was doing, but apparently Fred told him before the game that I want you to have a At the end of the day, I think I was just able to go through progressions and get... So I'm pretty sure you wanted to pick six. Yeah, and then they, they told each other, like, yeah. hey, I'm going to get a pick six. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt, FP. So I was wrong on that one. But I'll tell you what, uh, the morning show, Sam Loveman put out a poll. What matters more, Brock Purdy struggling early on or the fact he figured it out in the end? Over 2,000 votes, 82%. He figured it out at the end. And that's what the theme of this show has been. Yeah, there was some bad, some concerns. But at the end of the day, your young quarterback took his lumps. And I'm going to say this. You mentioned this, and I love it. The monkey on the back. Kyle and the Niners were 0-30 
trailing by four or more in the fourth quarter. Everything's not going to be pretty. So that 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 the weather was grimy and that wind was grimy. No apologies needed. But I thought that was a big time to do that, obviously, to keep your season alive. But that's what you kind of want. Uh, as you embark on two of your probably most difficult games left if you get to the dance. Yeah, I'm going to reset. I said this earlier, and not too many people listen for four hours every day, but as an athlete in the heat of battle, when you're in the biggest game of your life and things are going south, it's so hard mentally to turn it around. You have to be confident. You have to have the mental toolbox mm. To like, I've been there, I've done this. How do I turn this around? Because the hamster wheel in your head gets going so fast, and you start to like catastrophize. I'm on national TV, and I've thrown an interception, and it's wet, and I can't get a grip on the football. And you're a young kid, you're 23 years old, and and you're in your second go around the playoffs, but still, like the mental toughness it takes to be able to say, like, okay, I'm going to flush that. I can't control what's already happened. It's all I can control right now. I got the best athletes live in the present, and they have. Memories of a goldfish, right? Mm. Ten seconds, uh, and you got to let it go. And I think the best thing that Brock Purdy did, and I tweeted this during the game, he's got to flush it. Before the last drive, I tweeted, he's got to flush everything that has happened, and he has to get after it and figure things out and let that go. And he did. So, like, to his credit, it's not a video game. Like, you're a human being, and you're you're sitting there going, I'm having the crappiest game of my life, minus Baltimore, on the biggest stage. We have one drive left. There's six-something left in the game. Whatever happened, I can't control what already happened. What I can control is this right here. And apparently he got in the huddle. He said, let's lock in. This is huge. That's Trent had his speech. Trent Williams That's came in and big. said, this could be our last drive ever this season. Like, we, we got to go. Damn. Paraphrasing. Yeah, collectively. Like, every, you, I don't got to tell you, rosters change. So the, the fact that, that, that Brock Purdy had the mental toughness to be able to turn things around and get it done at the biggest time on the biggest stage, to me, says t- says more about the man than the player. No, I love it. Uh, we're going to grab your calls, but first, you had mentioned you hadn't heard that postgame sound. This is Brock Purdy talking about what you just mentioned, the come-from-behind win. I mean, I think it is important. Um, you know, Earlier this year, we had games like Cleveland and Minnesota and Cincinnati at, at one point. Like, you know, you're down, and you got to find a way. It's fourth quarter. It's the NFL. And then obviously we're in the postseason now, so we were all like, all right, this is it. You know, this is our season. And so for us to capitalize like that was huge for all of us. And then obviously for myself as a quarterback, like it's good for confidence and all that. But we have too many good players, man, on this team. So many players that are difference makers and we got a great defense. And so for us to not find a way, just wasn't, it's not right. So for us to finally have a game like this and, and pull through at the end was, was huge for all of us. So, yeah. Yeah, so he's saying, echoing exactly what we are. I'm looking at YouTube in Patel on the first NorCal Credit Union. I don't even know what he's talking about or her. 49ers went 3-0 and without Debo last year. Awful take, Guru. I'm talking about this year. Anyway, uh, 0-3. Uh, so I don't know what that was about. The bottom line is I'm not playing doctor. We need They need uh, Debo on the field. It's to the point where, hey, Debo, even if you really can't go, can you be a decoy? That's how much he means pre-snap. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. To the San Francisco 49ers. And they got the win, so that's all that matters. But that was the one you think about would Brock have struggled had Debo been out there? Because they were they were getting their little, you know, little screen, bubble screens to him, and he was getting off, but Damn, FP, I just saw him on the ground. One time it was his shoe. He limped off, and you didn't know. Oh, it was just a shoe, nothing to worry about. Then four plays later, he's on the ground. So hopefully Debo's able to play as they take on the Lions. Because that would be kind of weak. Where they, you know, I know everybody has injuries. Good, it's NFC Championship game. I will look at Debo. I will look at Debo differently if he doesn't play. Now, but, I will look at him differently man. if he doesn't play. Now, that's deep. Like, try. You mean that. Shoot it up. Do whatever you got to do to your shoulder. Get out there, and if it's just killing you and you can't go, you can't go. But if he just shuts it down and doesn't play in the biggest game of the year on Sunday, I will look at So Debo. you won't care about – you won't even say, Goo, I'm going to judge him on his performance. It's just get out there. I know it was hard. You won just by getting out there. I ain't even going to nitpick about your stats. Dude, there's things you do in the postseason as an athlete that you wouldn't do in the regular season to get out there and play on the biggest stage in the biggest game. If he shuts it down, I know he's hurt. I'm not saying he's he's soft. But you got to get out there. And okay. Play. You got to find a way to get out there and play. You got to do everything under. No, nah, I hear you. And I see you smiling. You mean physical it. Physical power, yeah. shoot it up, whatever you got to do. Shoot that bad boy up. Shoot it What's up. That drum it up. Play. Yeah. <laughs> Put me in the blue tent like five times and shoot it up during the game. I'm, I'm playing. I don't care. Yeah. But I don't. So, so this is this is getting a little deep. But I don't know if the modern day athlete thinks like that. I don't know if the modern. It's more about self preservation, career, and longevity. Where the old school athlete, and I'm not talking about when you can like Ronnie Lott, take my peaky. Ronnie Lott cut his finger off. Yeah, like like these are big games. I hear you. you. These don't. As much as we are spoiled as Niner fans, these games don't come around often. It's hard to win a championship. You take a win any way you can get a win. It doesn't matter. You move on. You advance. You correct the mistakes you made this week. And the, you, you just played a really good team that went on the road and blew out the Cowboys. You played your worst game of the year, and you beat them. I don't care how it looks. Right. Al Davis just win, baby. That's all that matters right now. We can sit here and nitpick, and this DB yeah. sucked, and this play call sucked, and they were conservative here, and Brock, and the weather. And they won. We could, they won. Yeah. I don't care. Like, And we, we never cared how we won. We just wanted to have more points than the other team. There it is more right there. The team. Uh, let's go to uh, Sunnyvale. Uh, Effie in Sunnyvale. What's up, baby? Hi, Steiny. Hey, Goo. Hey. Uh, um, FPN for Steiny. My apologies. Yeah, FPN for Steiny. <laughs> yeah. FT. Yeah, I'm looking at both of you in, in the YouTube as well at the same time. I'm, my apologies for my voice. My <clears throat> It just gone bad from all the shouting I did on the last weekend game. But I have, uh, like, uh, a question to you guys. Like, you know, I'm, 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 just, I'm just listening to all the analysts since morning. The... The hate Purdy is getting, I mean, it's just too much to even hear about it. I've just shut down my laptop from all those analysts. And if you talk about Love and Purdy game, you know, Jordan Love has a, I, I would say, a, even a worse game than Purdy. Like he threw a two pick. 
and that too when it mattered but Purdy lift his game up and you know just just had a game winning drive Purdy has defense all the all of the time i was just looking at the game and uh, in in the first two or three half i was like what Purdy is doing this throw is bad that throw is bad but then in the last quarter i saw like you know the defense right in front of his face and he's having the ball on his left hand wiping his hat right hand and then throwing the ball i mean i could i had tears in my eyes like you know this guy is doing doing everything right and still people are not satisfied with him i'm not saying it's is is it was a good game from purdy i think it's it was his worst game and i intend like you know i give a lot of um, you know stuff to the weather as well but i would love to have this kind of game than having a blowout on green bay and then struggle in front of like lamar or you know mahomes in in the super bowl i think we are going to blow out lions i would love this time a blowout on lions because of the hate and you know everybody is talking like minus had no chance just because of purdy he need everybody we win in spite of debo as well i don't care if debo is not there i think we will win the next game as well but i would love this grinding game and i i believe like you know in the end we we won and three quarters i was like me and my friends drinking and saying like this guy is bad that guy is bad on fourth quarter i said like i don't want anybody to say anything bad about any player well, I'll tell you what. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, she is correct in the sense that Jordan Love did throw two interceptions. I thought he had a critical third down where he overthrew his receiver, but he should have ran. He had the. It was like open terrain, and I get it. Uh, Monday morning quarterback, I am. But I was like, to me, that was one of the most egregious plays uh, by him. But to me, I'm a big eye test guy. And if you use the eye test and, and, and you're you're being fair, I believe Jordan Love outplayed uh, Brock Purdy in the sense that not about the win because if we do that, then Brock it's a landslide. But there were so many opportunities for uh, Brock to hit open receivers, and his his accuracy was off twenty three of thirty nine. But it was a bad sixteen that he missed. If you ask me, like that's just not what we're accustomed to when we talk about Brock Purdy. And I could count at least, and I'm doing exactly what I said. I'm not FP three interceptions. Like I I just can't flush that out of my you know. My, my telepathy of the game, like, <laughs> man, they hold on to two like the Ravens did. Then what are we talking about? Yeah, Love outplayed Brock Purdy. The Packers outplayed the Niners. Man, damn. The Packers were well, the better team on Sunday now. or Saturday. That, you, you, but the, the better team doesn't no, always no, win. The Niners dug down deep and found a way. I think Brock Purdy's going to have to fight this his whole career just because he's Mr. Irrelevant. He's always going to have that tag, fair or not. Um, he's played as good as anybody. There was MVP discussion during the he season until the Ravens came yeah. into town. So every time Brock Purdy's going to wobble, the haters no, are going to come no. out because he's always going to have that label and that tag. And he, for, for him to have the career that I think he can have, that he should embrace that label and that tag. He has to play with the chip on his shoulder. He has to prove people wrong every single week. Brock Purdy is never going to be the quarterback that can take a deep breath and say, I've arrived. He he can't. And by all accounts, FP, he's not that guy doing that. You know what I mean? It's like 
We don't obviously he's not letting it get to him. You talk about that head space and that head that noise. He went out there and drove him down. And there was a lot. I know Trent was like, oh, some people won't be here, and he was telling the truth. But the bottom line is I know Brock's gotta be a smart guy. I believe if they hadn't got that done, he know he knows what would have came with it in regard to the jackals. Now you can turn off your radio or TV, but it's kind of hard to hide from the internet. You know, people would have been on his neck. I think there's a lot of jealousy uh just because of what he's doing. And I've never heard Magic Johnson be called a, 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 a you know a system player. It's not his fault the Niners drafted him, and, he, and he's driving the Ferrari like it's supposed to be driven. But again, I just want to leave this show today without letting you all know. And I said this to you early, FP. The play of the game to me, to me, was the third down completion to Brandon Ayuk. Let's hear Brock Purdy talk about it. Yeah, I saw it was man. I saw that, you know, the middle of the field was open and that's where he was going. He did a great job of getting inside leverage and making his break. Obviously, it was tight coverage. And, you know, for me, it was like, all right, just try to put it out in front of him and have it just be him, be able to get it. And he did. He did a great job of getting underneath it and not let the ball hit the ground. So, you know, BA's baller, man. Proud of him. Wow. Because that's fourth down. You got time left to where you could punt and try to D up. No. But how confident? Yeah, like how much confidence do you? The more I'm thinking about the D, the more I'm thinking about Wilkes. I'll save that for another day. I got in your head, huh? No, I'm like, but with the, the man. Because they brought him from, uh, today's not the day, but they brought him from upstairs to the field for a reason. Yep. We'll leave that there. Yeah. And it wasn't a good reason. Whatever it was. So this could just be part two of that. But you said it. This is the same defense as damn near last year with Hargrave. Tell me I'm wrong. Like, it's not okay to put out this performance from the D-line. I'm sorry. I know. I, that, that's, this is, if I'm a Niner fan, this is unacceptable. Let me tell you, it ain't good enough to be Kansas City, Baltimore, and I'm throwing in Detroit. Well, if they play like they did Saturday, they're going to lose. Right, okay. You, you take the Lions and the points all you want. They're not going to beat the Detroit Lions. They they know that, and, and they're going to play better on Sunday. I want to change the subject okay. a little bit. Give it, it to Kind of awkwardly without a good transition. But I, uh, last week, Amy Trask said a lot of things about Brock Purdy, oh, and she got crushed. And I even went on and retweeted one of her things. I said, seven terrific quarterbacks of Brock Purdy. Couldn't agree more with Amy. Uh, it's seven terrific quarterbacks. And then the best one, the most outstanding one, Brock. So I was kind of being star- snarky and sarcastic in my retweet. But like when somebody gets crushed like that for being honest, and that was her take, and she did by Niner fans just get destroyed. And you know, I saw uh, she was on our air. Okay. And, and, and I heard Willard her come and Dibbs on. had her She was on yeah. Willard and Dibbs. And she came on, and they questioned her, and it was very professional. But like, is she right? Like, we're looking at what wow. Brock Purdy did on Saturday. Man. Like, is she right? So, like, we, 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 we're so quick to judge and react. And I was, I was with all the Niner fans. Like, what's she talking about? But then when you saw the game on Saturday, she, she might be right. But Brock Purdy might be the least talented quarterback in the tournament still. I'm giving you a bro hug from over here because I wasn't ready to bring that up. But I thought she was the biggest loser. And technically, she may not have been if you could just step back and kind of get what, what she was trying to say. But FP, I'm being real. I'm on record. I thought that was kind of a low blow. But as I watched that game right? progress, I thought it was a low I'm blow like, too. Amy Dub for the win. You know what I mean? Like, damn, like, damn. I know she was saying, I, I just can't. I thought of that. I'm just letting you know. I thought yeah, of Jimmy I Garoppolo. Her, I, I, I thought her. of Amy. But that's, could you imagine the victory lap she would have taken if they would have lost that game? I'm, I'm, I'm just 
I'm wearing it. I was wrong. I think. I mean, based on well, based you don't on think Saturday differently of Brock. No. I think Dick. I, to me, there's two Brocks now. One in the rain and one in regular conditions. Although his worst game is a pro, there was no rain against the Ravens. So I'm 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 not nervous, but I'm like. You know, maybe he'll throw you one. And he ain't the only quarterback that'll throw you one. But I can't come in here and tell you this dude won't throw you one because he threw Green Bay three FP, and they couldn't hold on to it. Dude, football's been played in the winter as long as I can remember. Uh, There's rain, uh, there's snow, there's sleet, uh, there's hail. You play outdoors most of the time. I know you got the domes and stuff. But, like, did did we ever talk about Joe Montana or or Steve Young about, oh, it rained today and Steve had a bad game or it rained on Sunday and Joe had a bad game? We never talked about that. So if you want to put Brock in this category, and I'm— Trust me, I'm the president of the fan club. Yeah. But it's making me think that Amy had a good point as much as we all, including myself, got pissed. And so sometimes we have the headline or somebody's wrong on Twitter, but we never recircle and say, hey, maybe give her a little bit of credit is all yeah. I'm saying. I know nobody, this is probably the worst take ever and people are going to be pissed at me for saying it. No, it's not have, as worse as her. Do you have what she said? This is what she yeah. said last week. Four games this week. That means we have eight quarterbacks. Did that math all by myself. Four court games, eight quarterbacks, seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy. Now, Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. Make no mistake about it. Everybody, be calm, 49er fans. I'm not suggesting Brock's not a good quarterback. He is. I simply don't put him in the same category as the other quarterbacks. So I'll say it again. Eight quarterbacks, seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy. And yeah. then when I heard this, I was pissed. I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about? Because that's shade. She has an opinion, yeah. and in 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 this, I'm going to get deep here. But we we in our, in our society, it's okay to disagree. But now the way things have evolved, if somebody disagrees yeah. with somebody, you want to like absolutely kill them. Yeah. You want to murder somebody because yeah. they're not on the same side of the aisle as you are. Whether it's politics, whether it's sports, whatever. Like it's okay to disagree with somebody. It's okay to have a debate. It's okay, Goo, if you and I go out and have a beer to sit there and get into a little bit of an right. argument about Brock Purdy Stardy or whatever. And I do it all the time. Or, or the Golden State Warriors or whoever it is. We can get in a little bit of argument and then have a beer and laugh and high five. And you, you learn from one another. Other two, my ears are not closed. Like, right. you can, I, if you say something, I'll be like, FP, you know what? You've changed my mind. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I like when people make me think. I like wow. when I disagree with somebody and you make me think about the other side. And I'm like, damn, that's those are good points. And I think if you close off and say, I'm always right and I know more than you and you're wrong, that how do we grow as people? So, like, but what she said pissed me off last week. I'm not going to lie. But, but what then, if, I, the, but what if she's right? Like, what, no, go ahead, Goo. What, what, what if she's right? I'm shocked that you. How then I would say to you, aren't we being unfair to Brock Purdy in the sense that we're yeah. going to use that one game, yeah. which ended up being a bad game, big game, to get to give Amy the dub? Like, okay, we're not going to remember the good that Brock is putting out. So we're going to use that one game, and it was a playoff game, but he won two last year against Seattle and a damn good Cowboy defense at full strength. So my point is. I did think of her comments, but to go all the way in the pool, I'm a I'm a jump in. No, no, you're I, right. I would be like, a, you're right. You know, it's a little short sighted that oh, you're gonna take that game. So now she's right because she couldn't have fixed her mouth to say that before. You know, the playoffs. Started. It's kind of the way she said it too. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, now that's a different thing. That that there is some merit to that, right?
And, and, and so, yeah, I think, Goo, you're right. Like, maybe I'm doing the recency thing and it's just basing it on one game. And if he comes out and throws for 400 yards and four touchdowns against the Lions, I'm going to look like an idiot right now. But, yeah, I, yeah, he just had – maybe it's just a bad game. But then he had the one against Baltimore, and then he had this on a big stage. So we'll see. We'll see. He needs he, – he, he I'm a big body language guy, Goo, and every time they did a close-up of Brock Purdy on Saturday, he just looked like deer in the headlights, dude. He didn't have that, like – and this is great radio because yeah. I'm giving you the no, got gotcha. you no, but he, he didn't have that eye of the tiger that looked like I'm coming Rocky. after you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna beat your soul. I'm gonna take you, pull, beat you however I can. It just, he just kind of looked like he looked young. His face looked like cold and and just like. I don't know. He had no emotion. But the end result is what you wanted. And he turned the page. Yeah, the end result is what you wanted. And you know what I appreciate about you, FP, and I mean this. The fact that you say you're the president of the fan club, but you're open-minded to look at Brock Purdy and say, man, did I did I go too fast? Not second-guess yourself, but you're open to be like, boy, okay, this might be something that I missed. You know, because I still think he's a good quarterback. I can't hold him accountable for just one game. Dude, we were both thinking during the game. game. You guys were all thinking it during the game. Is this our franchise guy? If they lose this game and he plays, I was saying you can't be a franchise quarterback, Spadoni and Loveman, if you can't throw in the rain. Like there is no, oh, I'm good on sunny days and in the like that was going to be a problem. I thought I was watching Jimmy Garoppolo for most of that game. Like just to keep it a buck, like that looked like Jimmy for a lot of the games I saw the big games offensively. And Jimmy had some good ones. Yeah, That's okay, did. and then You're ultimately, right. Brock did what Jimmy did at times, and not to that level. He had a good comeback. I was having Alex Smith flashbacks at times. Did you guys go to where I went, though? Like, is this our franchise guy? That thought crossed my mind during the game. Like, if he's going to play like this in big games, is this the guy we want? <laughs> or the weather. I, I, I got a lot of honesty, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought, I thought it. Like, so forgive me. You ain't by yourself. Twitter was off the chain. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I I, I actually was thinking, right. is Brock Purdy our franchise guy? And I love Brock. Because like his story resonates with me a lot. Because I always had to beat the odds, and he's beating the odds every day. And I, I love the guy. But then I'm seeing him and he and he, he looked lost at times he looked just there was a blank stare on his face i'm like bro this is the biggest game i need you i need that cockiness yeah. i need that swagger i need that drip like find a way to beat yeah. these guys and i just maybe at the and end he did. i saw some yeah. fist pumps at the end and i saw the cockiness come back so like i said you're only as good as your last at bat you're only as good yeah. as your last drive and that's what i'm gonna hang my hat on for sunday against the lions yeah and it's uh winner goes to the super bowl Lori matthews she's a f- favorite of the show first norcal credit union champ uh, Spadoni, this is for you. She said the Jimmy comparisons are trash. <laughs> That's Lori Matthew. She didn't. So like was Brock's it. game for the most part on Saturday. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you can make an argument the Packers outplayed the Niners 55 minutes and the last five minutes the Niners. But this is why we like sports. I'm telling you, I would be. I don't. I'd be sleeping in my car if I didn't bet it. FP, I thought this was 38-10, and I was being generous to the – I didn't think they had the wherewithal, the physicality. I thought love would be under duress. So that's why later on in the week, I'm going to come down the road of the Niner defense of like, hey, what's going on up front, man? Bosa, you're getting a whole hell of a lot of – you're the highest paid defense. Like, what's up? And getting manhandled by receivers – if it's just one play, and we got calls at P, we'll break it all down more on the other side. Uh, a reminder that you can catch all four hours of Steiny and Guru on the free Odyssey app. Plus, watch us on YouTube and Twitch, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.